Welcome to the Living Godcast. Our prayer is that this message speaks to you, impacts you, and inspires you. Please enjoy today's message, and we invite you to contact us if you need prayer, appreciate this word, or would like more information on Church of the Living God. Be blessed today. But I, I was doing one of the two, and, and I was thinking about being relevant. And I've mentioned this to you before. You know, as, as I get older, I, I want to be relevant. I want to I make a difference in the kingdom. And I want to speak to you younger folks that you can go to one of the senior saints in this room, and they will tell you at some point in their life, the enemy has told them they're not worth anything. They can't do anything. You're too old to do anything. Well, I want to speak to every senior saint in this house. You're never too old to accomplish what God has given you the dream for. In the name of Jesus. Okay? I want to speak to you that are under 60, that are 20 and 30 and 10. You're never too young to accomplish what God's given you the dream for. And I was, I was standing there and fixing and I was thinking, I want to be relevant. And this is, this is what I believe the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, stop talking about it and do something about it. Stop talking about it and do something about it. And that's the title of my sermon. Stop talking about it and do something about it. I thought, I thought maybe it'd be for the, the senior saints, but the Lord showed me it's not just for senior saints. It's for everyone under the sound of my voice. Because the enemy will lie to you and tell you you cannot do what God's called you to do. How many times, Nicole and Brent, did he say that God wasn't going to heal your daughter? He's a liar. He's the father of lies. He cannot tell the truth. Stop talking about it and do something about it. Father, thank you for your word today. I ask you, Lord, for, again, your utterance and your anointing in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, and I want to encourage you, if you, don't have, if you have to go to work, I understand, <clears throat> but if you don't have to go to work, there's something I want to do at the end of the service that's going to involve us all, but it's going to be a specific thing. I want to draw your attention to John chapter 21, verse 25 first. <clears throat> and there were also many other things which Jesus did, the which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. So that tells us that if everything was logged that Jesus did, the world couldn't fill the books. I mean, the, the books wouldn't fill the world, sorry. And how many knows that if he's doing things, he's also talking? And here's my point. The wedding at Cana of Galilee, that was the sign of his first miracle. How many have a good time at wedding receptions when you don't have to pay for them? Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You do. You have a great time. And you're conversing and you're dancing. And, you know, I, I still haven't got the electric slide down yet. And it's going back like this, you know. I still haven't got that down yet. I'm going to one day. That's a dream of mine. <laughs> I'm going to one day. But how many know that even at the wedding of Canaan of Galilee, not only did Jesus talk to his mother and, and his mother talked to him, but he talked to his friends and had a good time. Well, I want you to keep that verse of Scripture and that concept in mind as we go through these Scriptures. Let's go to uh, Isaiah chapter 38, verses 1 through 5. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, set thy house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. How many want to hear a message like that from the prophet? Didn't think so. He heard from the prophet that he was going to die. How many know there was talking going on between verses 1 and 2? Because when somebody tells you you're going to die... One of the first things I'm going to say is, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. 
Another thing it's going to do is I'm going to stand in faith. Watch verse 2. It says, Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord. Now, then Hezekiah, very spiritual, great. But how many knows between verse 1 and 2, there had to have been some doubt going on. There had to have been some, now Lord, wait a minute, I'm a prophet, I've done good things and all these things, but, but yet you're telling me through the prophet I'm going to die? Why is that? There's nothing, listen to me, there's nothing wrong with questioning God as long as you trust him. The problem comes in when you do not trust him. Well, God, why did this happen to you? Well, God, why did Pastor Mike get a MacBook? And I didn't. No, no, no. God, I trust you for my MacBook. God, I trust you for my job. God, I trust you to provide. God, I trust you to bring my dreams to pass. And I want to ask you, what dreams do you have? Goals do you have? Purpose that you have that have not come to pass yet, be it a day a week, or 10 years, or 20 years, or ever longer. Let me add to that, how many of you all, the enemies told you that what you're dreaming or what your purpose is not going to come to pass? Can I tell you that he's a liar and he's the father of them? Can I tell you that Hezekiah, between verse 1 and 2, while there was talking going on, at one point he stopped and did something about it. Because it said he turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord. How many of us need to stop talking about it and turn our face toward the wall and pray unto the Lord? How many of us need to stop talking about it and stop putting it on Facebook and stop putting it on Instagram and stop putting it on Twitter? There are so many times, church, that I have typed out a comment on Facebook And I've erased it. I hear my wife's voice, don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. And every time, listen, husbands, every time she's right. Because you don't want to add fuel to the fire, right? But Hezekiah stopped talking. Well, I'm going to die, really? He stopped talking about it, and he did something about it. Watch verse 3. And Hezekiah said, remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee. He was reminding the Lord of who he was and what he's done. How I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. That means he cried uncontrollably. uncontrollably. If you get a diagnosis of death, the tears will come. But if you get a diagnosis of death, I ask you to stand in faith expecting God to heal you. Verse 4. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer. I'm going to stop right there. How many times in the last week has the enemy told you that your prayers have not gone past the ceiling? Has he told anybody that this past week? Okay. Come on, lift your hand. Come on. Sorry. Okay. He's a liar and the father of them, and the truth is not in him. Okay? I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy days 15 years. I am convinced. Had Hezekiah not prayed, Hezekiah would have died. If Hezekiah hadn't stopped talking about it and did something about it, he would have died. I want to encourage you. What's your dream? 
And can I tell you, okay, as a pastor, our dream, my dream, a dream of mine is to see signs, wonders, and miracles. I want to see them. I've seen, I, I, saw, I, was, I was able to, and, and, and God gets the glory. You know I'm not boasting about this. I've never had it happen before. We were in Ethiopia, and I, I, yeah, it was Ethiopia or India. I can't remember which one. I think it was Ethiopia. And there was a little a, a boy on a blanket of some sort. It wasn't a stretcher. It was a blanket. And he, I, think the, I think it was that he was 12 years old, and he had been lame for eight years. He couldn't walk. Faith rose up in me, and I went over to him. Listen, there wasn't bugles, there wasn't trumpets, there wasn't lightning from the sky, there wasn't a big surge of excitement. I don't even think there was goosebumps. But faith rose up, and I went over to him, and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. He got up. He got up and walked, and God gets the glory. And I asked them, I said, now, he, and I, I wanted to make sure. Now, he could not do that before, right? And they said, Yes. But it's not just for Ethiopia. It's just not for India. It's just not for Pensacola or Washington State. It's for 114 Franklin Avenue in Winchester, Kentucky. I won't tell you who the official was, but I'll tell you what they said. Now listen, here's how Church of the Living God's protocol is for the coronavirus. For you that are listening, for you that are here. We are doing it like we did from the beginning. We are not going to judge anybody when it comes to the coronavirus. If you don't get the vaccine, we're not going to judge you. If you get the vaccine, we're not going to judge you. You have to make that decision yourself. We are not going to judge you. But I had a government official tell me that they had been tracking from January 20th, or from January 2020 till present. There have been 28 COVID-related or COVID deaths in Clark County. Okay. One is too many. 28 from January 2020 to present. From that same period, there have been 72 overdoses. Almost, almost four times as many as COVID deaths. But we don't hear about those. We need to reach them, church. We need to reach them. We need to reach those that the, the society has cast off. I want to encourage you. Now listen, please don't judge me for this. When, when I'm out or Angie and I are out and, and, and we see somebody on the side of the road need help, I'm a veteran, God bless you, I do not give to them. I do not. If you do, that's up to you. But the lady at uh, Clark County Community Services, Debbie Fatkin, told us one time in an association of churches meeting is a lot of times what they'll do is they'll take your $5 or your $10 or $20, go around the corner and get a drug fix for it. So I don't give to them, but they still need Jesus. And sometimes you're the only one that can reach them because of the proximity you have. I'm going I'm to preach a sermon about the proximity of the presence one day. But you're within the proximity of that person and you can minister to them. I'm talking about stop talking about it and do something about it. I want to give you another one, one more passage of scripture <clears throat> found in Matthew chapter 14 verse 24. Matthew chapter 24 beginning at verse 23. And when he had set the multitude, or sent the multitude away 
And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And then when the evening was come, he was there alone. I encourage you to get alone with God. Put the cell phone where you cannot hear it. Put the cell phone where you can't hear it buzz. Turn off the TV. Turn off the computer. Tell your husband, your wife, you're going to go pray. Turn it off. Get along with God. But the ship was in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the, sin was contra- the, wind, the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, that's about between 3 and 6 a.m., in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. How many knows that they said more than it's a spirit? How many knows, listen, and I, when I see something, I'm not, sometimes I'll come out of the restroom my wife will be around that corner right there on purpose she did that the other day I was coming out of the restroom and she jumped out of the bedroom scared me to death <laughs> so when you see things that you're not used to you get scared and you, and you say something well no doubt they were talking amongst, amongst each other they say it's a spirit and they cried out for fear now when you cry out for fear you don't say oh I'm afraid ah! <laughs> all about you that's what I do Because you don't expect it. But watch this. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. So Peter stopped talking to them and did something about it. Because the next verse says, And Peter answered him, said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come, and Peter was come down out of the ship. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. And you know the rest of the story. I'm talking about, stop talking about it and do something about it. What was the dream of Peter at that point? He wanted to get to Jesus however he could. He wanted to get to Jesus however he could. Do you want to get to Jesus however you can? Are you willing to stop talking about it? And talking about it, and talking about it, and do something about it. It's time that Church of the Living God does the things that we've been talking about. It's time, let me, let me, I asked Pastor Matt, because we had talked about this before, he made me a list. It's time that we begin to be a light at work, at Walmart, at home. Let's do it. It's time that we be a church of spiritual fathers and mothers raising spiritual sons and daughters. Let's do it. It's time to do that. Every one under the sound of my voice, you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s, however, you can be a spiritual mother and father. And you never know, Pastor Hall has said this, you never know if they're truly a son or a daughter until they take correction. I've had a couple of people come to me and say, hey, will you be a spiritual father to me? And I'd say yes. But I let them know I get into their business as a father would. Not to be nosy. Listen, I got enough to take care of. But when someone comes to you and says, will you be my spiritual father? Well, first of all, I'm not going to turn them down. Number two, I'm going to say I'm going to get into your business. And I'll find out if they're a spiritual true a true spiritual daughter or son if they take correction well. Let's do these things, church. Let's be a church of covenant families. If you did not hear Pastor Matt's message last week, you need to get it and play it and play it, and you need to send the link to all your family and friends. That was a landmark message. 
I told him that last week. I'll tell it behind his back in front of his face. That was a landmark message. It's time that we see people through the lens of Christ. See people through the lens of Christ. And it's time that we won the city. It's time that we won the city. Now, before I go and do what I want to do at the end of the service, <clears throat> I want to talk to those that are here and you may not know Jesus. I never want to be in a service like this and assume everybody knows Jesus. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes for just a minute? Angie, will you start playing, please? I don't ever want to assume that everybody under the sound of my voice knows Jesus. But can I tell you that a dream of this house, a goal of this house, a purpose of this house is that you come to know him. Listen, you may be the greatest person on this planet. You may be all together. You may just think everything's going fine. But can I tell you that good people do not make it to heaven. It's people that give their life to Jesus Christ. They make it to heaven. It's not people that think, well, I'm just as good as Pastor Mike or, or Pastor Matt or Pastor Richard or Pastor Jim or maybe Chris or maybe Bill. Listen, you can be better than any of us and die and go to hell. The question is, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? The Bible tells us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slack. Oh, my. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need Jesus today, friend. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but you need Jesus. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward. Not that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It is the goal. It is the purpose. It's the dream of the Lord Jesus Christ for you to give your life to him. And if you're in this place and you don't know, you don't know him, but you want to give your life to him, you th your heart's beating out of your chest already. I, I, that's, how, that's how it is with all of us. When we, when we were under conviction and the Lord was saying, it's time for you to give your life to me, our hearts beat out of our chest. We got lumps in our throat and we began to get sweaty in our hands. But if that's you today and you want to give your life to Jesus, will you just lift your hand? Anybody? Anybody at all? I want to change the service, but I'm asking you one more time because Jesus Christ is coming soon. I don't want you to be left behind. He doesn't want you to be left behind. This church doesn't want you to be left behind. You need Jesus. Father, I pray for each one under the sound of my voice. I ask you, Lord, that those that don't know him, God, before this day is over, that they accept him as their Lord and Savior, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody said, amen. <clears throat> Now, here's what I want us to do. First of all, I want us to specifically, and I know Pastor Matt did already, but I want us to specifically pray for Pastor Jim and Jeannie. As he said, he's got a, um, 
they call it a growth on his kidney. It's malignant. Uh, it's, it's, it's benign, not malignant. I didn't find that out until yesterday. Or she told me and I forgot. But the problem is, is that the mass is overtaking the kidney. That's the reason it has to come out. But, but there, there's, and I'm not trying to be graphic or nasty or anything like that, but there's bleeding and there's pain. He was in a lot of pain yesterday. We went to see him. But I, wanna, I want us to ask God to heal him, period, before the surgery. Okay? And I want you to lift up Jeannie because she was so sure that when, when, they, when they went for the last doctor's appointment before this last episode that she was so sure they were going to come out and say it's gone. And you know how it is when you're expecting something and it doesn't happen. You know how that goes. It's not wrong to question God as long as you trust him. I want you to lift your hands, would you? And, and specifically mention Jim and Jeannie Mae right now. Father, we do. Father, we pray, should they be listening at their home right now? God, we pray for Jim and Jeannie Mae. God, we ask you for a miracle in his body. God, I, if it's through surgery, that is, it's your ways are higher than our ways. Your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Father, then so be it. But Father, we ask you as a congregation to heal Jim's body before that surgery. God, we ask you that that tumor dissolve and to be gone in a short amount of time. And that that kidney looks like it's been created new. God, we ask you to do it for your glory and his good, that the bleeding stop, that the root cause of it will be healed. And Father, we pray for Jeannie May. God, I speak peace to her and him both. I ask you right now to undergird them with the power of your spirit. And God, we speak healing to them in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. Okay, here's what I'd like for you to do. Pastor Richard and Pastor Matt, I'd like for you all to come up here and stand here. Okay. Brandon, I'd like for you and Stuart to stand over there, but close to the seats, okay? Chris, I'd like for you and Jeremy to stand over in that section there, but close to the seats. Claude, Claude, I'd like for you and Billy Strange to stand back there, again, not, not next to the rock wall, but stand close to it, would you please? Okay, <clears throat> what I'd like for you all to do, you that are on the sides, come close to the seats, and there's a reason for that. Okay, come, come closer to the seats. And Billy, if you'll take a couple of steps forward, okay, and, and Claude, if you'll join him, and if you guys will come and stand together here, about right here. It's a goal. It's a dream. It's the purpose of this house to be filled with people and to be filled again and filled again and even more than 2,000. But it's not for a number. We want people to sit in these seats that are saved, absolutely, but people that are not saved so that they can give their life to Jesus. And one of the ways that we are going to do that is we are going to have to go out and get them. Okay? We have two people that have inquired about getting their CDL license for our bus. We have a bus, and how old is it? Is it 20? We have a 10-year-old bus that has 14,000 miles on it because we've not been able to get CDL drivers on a regular basis. I have asked the Lord for four drivers <clears throat> because I'd like for a driver to take a month each time, and they only have to do it for four times a year, then on some special events. But we got to go out and get them, folks. Now, congregation, stand with me, would you please? 
Okay, here's what I want you four, uh, eight gentlemen to do. I want you to turn around. Turn around and face that way. Turn around and face that wall. Face that wall and face that wall. Now, congregation, I figured it out. Okay, are you ready? I want to make sure I say it right. So I figured it out sitting back there. That's north. That's east. No, yeah, that's east. Okay, what, what is it? Say it again. North, south, west, and east. Thank you. North, south, west, and east. Gentlemen, I want you to point your finger in the direction that you're standing. You eight gentlemen, I want you to point your finger in that. Congregation, I want you to extend your hand. Extend your hand. And gentlemen, what you're going to do along with this congregation is we're going to, we're going to call the people in. You hear me? We're going to call the people in. In the name of Jesus. Come on, go right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we call those that are saved and God, those that are not saved, they need to know Jesus. We call them into this house at 114. Come on, church. We call them into this house at 114 Franklin Avenue from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Father, we call them saved. We call them saved in the name of Jesus. We call them delivered from drugs. We call them delivered from alcohol. We call them delivered from sexual abuse in the name of Jesus. God, we speak it done for your glory. God, we expect it to happen in a very short time. Father, let people in this house, sitting in these seats right now, let them leave this place knowing that they're empowered. They're knowing that they can tell people about Jesus. Know that they can lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed in Jesus' name. God, we believe it to be done. Now, if you believe it, I want you to put your hands together, but I want you to praise God for it. Come on, Father, we bless you. We give you glory for it in the name of Jesus. God, we expect it to be done. We expect it to be done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we praise you for it. We give you glory for it, God, and we honor you for it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me praise. Give me praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Expect it. Expect it. Expect it. Hallelujah. It's time. It's time we stopped talking about it, and it's time we did something about it. Now listen, when they come in, some of them going to stink. Some of them are going to have bad breath. Some of them going to be half-clothed. You know what I'd do if I was you? I'd say, hey, come here, sit here. Sit here. Now use wisdom. You know, if you know, if you know of a prostitute come in, gentlemen, unless your wife is right there, don't ask her to sit next to you. That's just wisdom. Okay? If you've re listen, if you've recently come out of the drug culture, ask somebody else to have a drug addict sit next to you. It's just wisdom. But understand this. We are not here just to have church. We are here to see lost people saved and that people are healed by the power of God. Hallelujah. And if you're 9 or 90, you're called to do it. How do you know that? Because the Bible says today is the day of salvation. And if you have directions to the place, 
and you're, if you have directions to a place that you know is going to bring healing to people, it's your responsibility to direct them there. Are we in agreement? Come on, let's give God a shout. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we bless you and we give you praise for it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, gentlemen. Now listen, as they come in, as they come in, listen, we have a greeters ministry. We want to, we want to uh, in, enlarge that. So come and see me. But I'm, I'm right now pointing you all as greeters. Debbie, it's good to see you. Been out of, out of church because she fell off horse book arms. Good to see you. She's one of our greeters. But I'm appointing you all as greeters. And here's why. Because there's going to be people that you touch that we won't. And that you can, listen, this goes a long way. It does. When it's real, a smile goes a long way. A hello goes a long way. Okay? Father, I thank you for this people that love you and that want to see people saved. God, Lord, let it even be by next Sunday that new people start coming in. Lord, no, not next, not Sunday, but Wednesday. God, let them start coming in Wednesday, Father. Let them fill up the, the adult sanctuary class and the children's classes and the youth classes, God. And Father, we thank you for a people that love you and want to see people come to Christ. God, I bless them today. Let them have an unusual week of blessing and healing and anointing. Father, put somebody in their path that they know they need to witness to. And let them do it in the power of the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody in agreement said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday night. God bless you. Thank you for listening today to the Living Godcast. We trust and pray that you are blessed by today's word. If you would like to contact us for prayer or for more information about Church of the Living God, please visit our Facebook page at WinCityCOLG or give us a call at 859-745-1865.